So the markets are in a free fall. What's the procedure? Everybody stay calm. Stay calm. Thank you for joining us. You're listening to the pre-retiree show. Thought I'd start off with a hybrid quote from my favorite show and favorite episode of all time. Sergio, you know where I'm quoting that? Where I'm getting that? I do not. The Office. What? Oh, that is from the Oh my gosh. You're not a true fan of The Office. Say it again. Fraud. I was like, I said, the markets are in a free fall. What's Maybe the procedure? Was, the way you said it, it was just so not good. Oh, That's why I didn't catch not- it. It's it was great. It was great. All the listeners that are fans of The Office are going to know. They're going to know. I have to go with Sergio. I didn't know the quote either. <laughs> I, I even dropped the F-bomb in there. But we got, we're going to have to bleep that out because we are family friendly. Right? Well, the show, we- free retiree show is family friendly, correct? I guess. Like I don't unicorns know. and rainbows. Maybe. And, uh, Mamie, right. Neil, Neil Young might boycott our show. <laughs> Did you hear about that, Lee? <laughs> yeah. He's pissed yeah. at Joe Rogan or something, right? He wants Spotify to... Take all. Yeah, he gave an ultimatum. And he got X'd. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, yeah. Joe Rogan's like their biggest cash cow. <laughs> yeah, no. What was he thinking? <laughs> Thank you for listening to us, everybody. You're here with wealth manager Lee Michael Murphy, career advisor Sergio Patterson, Silicon Valley's favorite attorney Matt McElroy. We are talking about the current state of the market, guys. So, you guys, who here knows why the market is in a free fall? There's one single answer. Let's see which one of you is the smarter one. Guesses. I would say because uh, of the Fed. Fed. The uncertainty with the Fed of whether will, they're going to raise it or not raise it. Or what I'll, I'll accept the Is I'm still not sure. Is it a free fall or are we just going back to normal? Because it wasn't it like all-time highs last it was year? All-time highs not too now long ago. Now we're in a, but we're in a, a, steep, a steep decline as of okay. this recording. So the answer is, Matt, I will give it to you, but inflation is the main reason. So for today's episode, we're going to be talking about why the market's so volatile. We're going to explain what needs to happen to fix the current issues. And lastly, we're going to talk about how do you handle a bear market? So going back to what we said, the reason is inflation numbers are at a 40-year high. So you guys concerned with this level of concern? I don't know. I try not to think about it because at the end of the day, what can we really do about it? You know what I mean? There's not, it's inflation yeah. is going to happen no matter what. I mean, I'm, I'm with Matt. I, I think I do want to like spend more time thinking about inflation, but I, I don't let it dictate my like, I guess to answer your question, no, I'm not. I'm, it, it's whatever. I'm going to keep doing what I do. Okay, cool. We'll see. We'll see how, how everything progresses. But as of this recording, things were not doing so hot. So let's talk about how we got this way in the first place. So Let's rewind a couple years and go back to this whole COVID thing that we're currently living in. Economies got shut down. People lost their jobs. And the Fed and many governments stepped in to basically boost up their economies. So everything didn't go to a collapse. They sent stimulus checks. They gave businesses loans. They gave basically a bunch of free money. And what that has done is it kept the economy from collapsing. But now things are a little too hot. Things are hot right now. So inflation's going up, price of everything's going up. So what can they do? What does the Fed do in normal situations? Let's start there. There's two different ways that the Fed can impact the economy. So let's say we're trying to stimulate the economy. Let's go back to the beginning of COVID. What did they do? So the Fed, they can lower the Fed funds rate. So that's basically the rate at which banks lend out to other institutions, their overnight loans. 
And uh, when they do that, if they, it's, it's a higher rate, it's a higher cost of money, lower rate, lower cost of money. So when they are giving a higher rate, it's going to slow down the economy, lower rate, cost of money gets cheaper, uh, things start to accelerate a little bit more. So that's the first thing. The second thing that they do is they do large scale asset purchases, uh, mainly bonds. And this is referred to as quantitative easing. Are you guys familiar with how quantitative easing works? A little bit. They pump money into the system. Yeah. So basically, they're buying the bonds. That is when they're buying all the bonds, the bond prices go up and not to get too technical, but the rates go down. And so their main goal is to lower the rates and give an excess money supply to kind of juice things up. And so that's currently what's been happening. And now the inflation's caught up to everybody. I think they're, I would think we did an episode on like inflation a few months back. They have actually said that it is not just transitory. Big surprise. Who would have thought printing all that money would have made it a bigger problem? But I listened to an interview from Jerome Powell, and this is kind of his stance. And you guys say if you think it sounds right or wrong. But he said that there are many millions of more job openings than unemployed people. In fact, he says there are record levels. Wages are rising at a level they haven't seen in decades. He also said supply chain should improve this coming year and help mm-hmm. inflation. And they said the growth uh, forecast for 2022 says very solid. The Fed wants to get the target growth rate of 2% GDP. They think that they are significantly above that. And they feel that the labor market is very strong and will be so for some time. So thoughts? What are you guys seeing? Do you think that's, yeah, I- that's accurate? To me, that makes sense. Just in my industry, especially at LinkedIn, the hiring product that they sell to like talent businesses, like recruiters, companies are hiring like crazy. And it was one of the best quarters that LinkedIn had from like a mm-hmm. business standpoint, because so many companies are using the platform to hire. So there are a ton of open roles right now. Companies are hiring in the tech space. I don't know if that's industry wide, but that makes sense to me right now. Okay. Maddie, you agree with it? Yeah, no, definitely. But I, I have a question that's kind of a little different. To- or it's on, on topic, but it's a little different. It's this whole thing with inflation and the supply chain logistics. It's like, I wonder how much of the, the raising costs is due to the supply chain and not to inflation. You know what I mean? I, definitely inflation is there. Don't get me wrong, right? It is going up with inflation. But I think some of these goods that are going out of control, I think some of it still has to do with the supply chain. So it's going to be, what I'm interested oh, yeah. to see is when, when all that kind of fixes itself as far as the supply chain. I want to see where that inflation really sits. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, where are we really at? Because I think there's still a bunch of wonky stuff going on with after effects of the pandemic and whatnot. Yeah, no, ab- absolutely. The, that supply chain is definitely causing some of the inflation we're seeing. And that's what their hope is. They think they, they can fix the supply chain. That will be part of the equation of getting things back to normal. So you're spot on right there. So what are they going to do right now? You, a lot of the volatility we're seeing is because they're talking about in March, that Fed funds rate, that we talked, they want to tick that up. They want to do, I think, about a quarter of a percent. I think their goal was a full percent for the year, but that news kind of changes from time to time. But I think the recent news that I've heard, it's right around that point. And they want to, they're going to stop their bond buying purchases. So that sets us also stop in March. So it's kind of like a little bit of a double whammy. They have roughly $9 trillion on the balance and their bond buying purchase program is around $30 billion per month, all set to end this March. So that's what's going on. Just give you guys a heads up of like why 
the economy is acting the way it is. Mm. But let's give you some tips on how to handle a bear market. So right now, as of this recording, we're in the correction zone. Correction zone is a decline from the top of the market. You get to the 10% level all the way to the 20% level. So we are in that right now. So the, the red lights are flashing. People are uneasy. Now, what I'm not saying that we're going to get to a bear market, but a lot of people are asking right now because that's their next thought. Like, are we going to a bear market? That's going to be a 20% drop. And uh, just to give you guys a little bit of data on that, there's only been 26 bear markets since 1929, but only 15 recessions during that time. Bear markets often go hand in hand with a slowing economy, but the decline doesn't necessarily mean that a recession is looming. And since 1945, there have been, it's been about every 5.4 years is the average. So that's Lee, no, what's, how would you define a bear market? You said 20% drop. Yeah. 20% drop. Drop mm-hmm. to like what the year before was? Or? No, from the high, from the 20% high percent from the high. Okay. Yep. Yep. So that's, yeah, I think Sergio brought up a really good point because that's what people got to keep in mind is that like, Hey, we're dropping 20%, but we were just here a year ago. It's not really like, you know, it's not that significant, and especially if it was, you know, artificially pumped by some external, whatever, by media COVID, right? or yeah, yeah. COVID or yeah, just any of the, the money being pumped in or, you know, whatever's going on. Right. So it's just the 20% drop is all relative to where you're looking, I guess. And mm-hmm. I love bear markets. I, I think bear markets are an amazing opportunity for people to accumulate. Right. Yeah, and that's the thing is like you have to look at it kind of like that. The one thing I'll cautious, caution everybody on is um, if you are invested in like good things, high quality, have great diversification, it can be great. But also when you are invested in single positions and maybe the companies don't have an established track record or it's a bit more risky asset, those are what get tested and may not come back. So it's good to know that as well. Like there's that's how people get hurt in these sort of situations. But if you're invested in the appropriate manner, you should be fine. So I'm going to go into number one. Um, the number one tip right now is don't sell your assets and go to cash, right? Everyone has that natural reaction. Is that like, oh, I'm just going to get out and I'll get back in. Everyone thinks like that. You are not a genius. That's It's human emotion right there. Don't think you can time that bottom. It is so hard to time the bottom. Nobody times it. <laughs> Nobody, Nobody times it. Time it. Nobody times yeah. it when they can. If someone tells you, oh, I can time it, they are full of So yeah, don't try to time the market. The next thing you can do is you can reduce your spending. That's just being proactive because there is a chance that you go to this recession and maybe people lose jobs. That is totally possible. So you have to reduce your spending and save up, make sure that emergency fund is on tax. So that's all about kind of being responsible with your cash flow during the rough time. Number three, keep investing every month. Common thing I see when these sort of things happen, people say, I can't put my money in anymore into this thing that's going down. And like, as Matt said, this is the time you want to buy things. Everything is on sale. You got to look for your opportunity. So keep investing every month. Tip number four, think long-term, right? Like right now in the moment, everything is painful, but you know, look at the, tra- look at the history. So corrections on average, what do you guys think they last? What's your average take on the, uh, the timing of a recession and how long it takes? It kind of depends on the asset a little bit, right? Like whether it's stocks, real estate, crypto, like- Let's just say the general economy. General economy. Well, I mean, let's look at what happened in 2008, right? I mean, that was we a, really- Yeah, that was a long one though. That was maybe a twice in your lifetime, once in your lifetime sort of situation. Say less than two years. 
Average correction. No, I think it will. Di- di- yeah, two years. Yeah, yeah, if it, yeah. Correction versus recession. Or yeah, like what right? for? What Lee's yeah. talking about? I'd say less than two years. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. So that your your guys are correct, but so average correction, six months. That's the average correction. So the ten percent down, those situations, the average is six months. But however, since nineteen eighty five to now, it's about three months. So as time has gone on the speed of the downfalls and the speed of the corrections seem to have gotten much more rapid as opposed to what history shows us. So it's about three months. Bear market on average has taken about nine months. And so when you think about it, you're like, that's not too bad. Like nine months ain't like crazy bad. Like it's, it's doable. So think long-term. Don't think that it's going to last forever. It, like Matt said, it's an opportunity to buy. You're getting everything on discount right now. Opportunity, right? So no, tip number five, sticking with what you just said, Buy what's on sale, stick with, and then I will add a little thing, buy quality. Don't buy trash, buy quality. This is where you get the discount. You, this is when Matt McElroy gets to go to the MMA store and get his gloves for 40, 50% off. Uh, this is when Sergio gets to go to uh, Popeye's and get all those free chicken oh, sandwiches. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is like episode one where we just hate <laughs> racist. circle, for a circle. <laughs> tip, number, tip number six, a rebalance. Right. This is the time to look at the portfolio, look what your bonds have done, look what your stocks have done. Right now, you can sell some of your assets that like your fixed income that maybe hasn't gone down as much and you could buy your equities that are on sale. So look at rebalancing. Those are the tips. And the last one, stay calm. Everybody stay calm. Just stay calm. Okay. Well, you know, another good tip just to piggyback on what you're saying is and staying calm is like, it's not about the immediate future it's the long term right like most people mm-hmm. in their investments and stuff it's like past 10 years right so like who gives a shit what happens during this three to six month period it's you just gotta ride kind of ride the wave and go with the flow of things and, yep. and just keep in mind that it's that big picture and you see all those things i think lee even said it a few times it's like you know what the stock market and these other assets are doing over time is you're i mean you're winning no matter what if yep. you just put it in there and you stay and wait you're gonna win it's it's it's, it's proven through the history yep, yep. of it yeah, but that's what you know. Warren Buffett he also says like the market is a device to transfer money from the inpatient to the patient. He always says that. Mm. So just think about that. This is when you get tested. Be patient, and you will be rewarded. Thanks for joining us, listeners. You've been listening to the Free Retiree Show. So long for now. Offered through Securities America Incorporated, member FINRA, www.finra.org, SIPC, www.sipc.org, a separate entity. Lee Michael Murphy is licensed for the California Department of Insurance, license 0H18660. Lee Michael Murphy is a investment advisor representative with Securities America Advisors, a registered investment advisor. The free retiree, Securities America Advisors, and Securities America Incorporated are separate entities. Career Advisor Sergio Patterson, Attorney Matt McElroy are not affiliated with Securities America Advisors or Securities America Incorporated. Securities America Advisors, Securities America Incorporated, and its representatives do not provide tax or legal advice. Therefore, it's important to coordinate with your tax or legal advisor regarding your specific situation. The content heard in this podcast is not intended to be tax, investment, or legal advice and is intended as general guidance only. 
You should contact your own tax advisor, financial advisor, or attorney to answer questions about your specific situation or needs before acting upon this information. Third-party source information or comments are not verified, may not be accurate, and are not necessarily representative of all client or audience experience. A portion of this event was paid by a third party. The opinions of career advisor Sergio Patterson do not reflect the opinions of LinkedIn Incorporated or Microsoft Corporation. The opinions of attorney Matt McElroy do not reflect the opinions of Castaneda and company.